This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. I almost forgot what to say there. All right. Hello, this motherfucker. We- <laughs> yeah, this yeah. week we're talking about Dolomite. Leap year. No. What? No. <laughs> uh, it is a leap year. So Yeah, it's true. So real quick, uh, before you get into this, Jeff, normally we have a, a spoiler alert warning. I think I think this week warrants a uh Adult language <laughs> uh, warning, perhaps. Yeah. Can Why you would you say it? that, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> Rat suit wearing motherfucker. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what that means, but I love it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> There's plenty of foul language and topless women running around in this movie. Oh, hell yeah, they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so... We're talking about Dolomite. This came out in 1975. Dolomite. Directed by D'Urville Martin. Written by Jerry Jones. Probably not the owner of the Cowboys, but could be. Um, <laughs> the original adaptation by Rudy Ray Moore. Starring Rudy Ray Moore, D'Urville Martin, Jerry Jones. And uh, if you go down to the rest of the cast, uh, there's Lady Reed as Queen Bee, and then there's Brenda DeLong as Dolomite Girl, Terry Mosley as Dolomite Girl, <laughs> Marilyn Shaw as Dolomite Girl, Lanelle mm-hmm. Smith, Dolomite Girl, mm-hmm. Vera Howard, Dolomite Girl. It seriously goes to all the are Dolomite Girls. He's got a lot of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> he does. And they all, they all went to karate school. Um, all right, Alex, this was your topic. Why did we watch this? We watched this because of uh, a YouTube uh, review site that does uh, terrible movies. Like, they watch terrible movies and make fun of them. And uh, they didn't do Dolomite, but they did other Rudy Ray Moore movies. And I've heard of Dolomite for, like, a lot of, you know, my adult life. And I've never seen it. I just knew that it was a terrible uh, black exploitation movie. So I figured, you know what? Since uh, Eddie Murphy is doing uh, the biopic Dolomite is my name, I thought it would be a perfect chance to just watch the original before I watch the uh, the biopic. All right, I, so this is your I first love, time watching it. Yeah, and I, you know, I love me some schlock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Alex loves schlock. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go next. I never heard about this other than recently with the Eddie Murphy thing coming up, and I still didn't really know what the heck that was. So this is my first time watching it, and uh, yeah, that's I, I didn't hear about it until in the last month or so. Scott, uh, see, so yeah, I've been aware of of Rudy Ray Moore for some time. But yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his stuff. I always laugh when I come across something like the Human Tornado, uh, <laughs> but, Disco Godfather. Yeah, the, the most I know about Dolomite was actually references dropped in uh, Futurama, <laughs> where Bender is made up of like like 85% Dolomite or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think the professor says something like, 
He's he's made of that funky metal that can't be kept down or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. But uh, yeah, this is the first for me. Mm-hmm. And and I think um, let me just say after after reading some of the trivia for this after watching it, I think we're actually missing out by watching the Blu-ray version of the movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, because the it's, yeah I couldn't I didn't catch a single boom mic, but apparently it was I, rampant. I caught, oh, I saw I, a couple. Yeah, yeah, I caught somebody in the frame too. <laughs> that was <laughs> the guy holding the boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after watching this, I have a, uh, a rin- an even bigger appreciation for Black Dynamite. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, uh, before we get into it, just want to remind everybody that we have a new Patreon site out there. And if you guys uh, are interested, please look it up. It's at patreon.com slash Hans Shot First. We'll have exclusive content there, such as being able to vote on upcoming episodes, uh, Springfield quotes. What is it? <laughs> quotes from Springfield. Damn it. Uh, it Star literally Wars... just got done recording an episode of that, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, Star Wars talk. Uh, I just got done recording an episode of that, where I'm starting to review the Clone Wars animated series. Um, and I know Alex in the future will be on some episodes with me as we both kind of dive into some episodes. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> really, I'm kind of liking it, so at least a few of them. Um, and that's that. And uh, so yeah, we're gonna get into this movie. Uh, as usual, we each talk about seven items from the movie, good or bad. So Alex, why don't you lead us off? Number seven. My number seven is the un- they have the freeze frames at the beginning of the film, but Rudy Ray Moore's is especially unflattering because <laughs> I think they catch him like mid blink, but they didn't change it or anything. And pretty much every every one of them. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> they're like and at the end of the movie too. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, like but, not even centered in the screen. It was weird. <laughs> Got a mid blink. I mean, Rudy Ray Moore's always like kind of squinting like pretty much the whole time but in that one it looked especially bad it's like he's the star uh, i was i laughed by because the whole like intro was like terrible because the whole intro with him talking with the rat suit warden and everything and queen bee i was like oh my gosh i thought this was gonna be like a good bad movie this is gonna be like just a boring slog and as soon as that freeze frame popped up and the theme song came on, nah, I was hooked. <laughs> Door to my house. The Horden set, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Alright. Uh, well, my number seven, and I know this is this type of movie, but the editing in this movie is just kicking my <laughs> ass. People are just showing up. It just cuts to a guy who's already in the room. How did he get there? Who is what's going on? Um, <laughs> it, it makes because I haven't watched many of these. Well, I don't think I've watched any black exploitation movie before. I'm sure I have, but like my ex, ex, um, exposure to this is like stuff that like Quentin Tarantino puts in his movies, right? Where he's he edits it that way and stuff. So like. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? These guys just show up, they disappear. They're all of a sudden they're in the car, and you have the just hard cuts and yeah i guess it gives it its charm but it's also just really hard to watch so the editing is my number seven scott um just because you're talking about the editing real quick jeff uh it, it's an honorable mention for me that i really wanted to, to squeeze in my list but didn't there was just no room was uh every single shot of somebody getting in or out of a car 
<laughs> like, like they did not edit out any of that. So like, yeah. you know, show them get in the car, put their seatbelts on, check for traffic. Well, <laughs> I don't think they. Out. I don't think they put their seatbelts on. This no, is 1975. Yeah, that's true. No seatbelts, but slowly check for traffic. <laughs> There's one shot when they're pulling into like that alley that goes on for like a minute and a half. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so mm-hmm. my number seven. Uh, so for for everything that's going on in this movie, there was something that that actually did make me uncomfortable, uh, and that was I, I think they were trying to play it for laughs at points because of the the goofy music, but uh, it, it felt uncomfortably realistic with how they depicted the crackheads. Uh, oh yeah, that was rough. I was like, this is kind of yeah, like I said uncomfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. Creeper, or the hamburger pimp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At first, they show him like walking down the street, and they got the funny music, and he's like doing weird stuff with his clothes. And then you know meets up with Dolomite and Rudy Ringmore, and like can't make eye contact. And then just the the way that he's like kind of twitching, then they pull up into the that alleyway. And I swear to God, that guy wasn't an actor. Like, there must have just been some dude standing out there. It's also, like, twitchy. I'm like, oh, man, this is, like, really... I, I kept waiting for, like, uh, Dolomite to fight against all the drugs, but no. <laughs> he wasn't really interested in that. <laughs> nope. Uh, just wants to get his club back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just they, they had a, the one actor um, who was... Uh, just tweaking hard the entire time, and yeah, just totally <laughs> did did not fit in with the rest of the movie. Yep, shit got real. Yeah, there are, there are a couple of the points in the movie where they they take things a little too far, but it wasn't like this where it was just like oh this is like a slice of life thing. <laughs> I guess I'm decent. I just kept thinking of um, Dave Chappelle and Red Ball commercials <laughs> yeah. and stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is that this is, at times, pretty much just a softcore porno. <laughs> Especially, like, at the pretty when he gets released from prison, he's like, oh, look at these clothes. Like, oh, baby, thanks for bringing my suit. And they bring him a suit. And then <laughs> I started laughing hysterically. And they just start undressing him. Yeah, just so right there the in front of the prison. And then there's different shots of people just looking at what's going on. And all the other other guys that are still in jail hang on the chain link fence. Just watching Dolomite get undressed. And he's got that big old diaper underwear. <laughs> and then he gets fully dressed again in his nice pimp suit. He gets inside the car. And then the girls start undressing him again <laughs> to have sex with him in the car. That was so freaking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before in my life. It's I, incredible. I like that whole sequence too, like the girls change. <laughs> so there's like the the one white girl in the back. Uh, that's the first the first to show her titties in this movie. Seventies titties. Um, and and then they cut to them being tailed, and then she's not, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, my number six is <laughs> the dubbing of the singer at the club. So, <laughs> in the big 
singing number. And there was times where, at the very end of the song, especially, she's like walking off the stage and she's still <laughs> singing. Yeah. Still, yeah, still, yeah. <laughs> she's still holding that note. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Like you mentioned the boom mic, boom mic and other stuff, but that one was cracking me up where it was like, it was the worst <laughs> attempted at dubbing I've ever seen in my life. And especially the end where, like, yeah, the person on stage is walking off and then she's still carrying that note. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. That's my number six. <laughs> Scott. Uh, so, and the club is just a goldmine of <laughs> different things. Uh, but one of them is after... So this is really the only uh, like movie goof that I have on my list. Um, the, the, the scene after he's done doing his uh, stand-up act... <laughs> out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, he goes back to the room um, changes his clothes again and then he goes back out and uh, what, what's the villain Jimmy Green uh, Willie, Willie Green Willie Green thank you Willie Green is like oh why don't you have a seat and there's a shot of him going from standing to sitting to standing again <laughs> <laughs> or a sequence, and then, and then he finally shows him sitting down. <laughs> they just wanted to get the close up on his face, like looking mean. I guess I don't know. Oh, it's Diane. I missed that one. I didn't catch. That. Oh, it's super obvious. <laughs> so again, he's, he walks up to the table. There's a close up, and you can tell he's sitting down. And then the camera pans out again, and he's standing up again. And it's like, oh, why don't you have a seat? And then he sits down again. Yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. All right. Alex, number five. My number five is the editing. It's just pure magic. Especially when in one of in another one of the very many sex scenes that Dolomite has. He's in the bed in this, like, in the red bed with the, one of the, uh, Shy... Chicago, yeah. and they're going at it, and then it cuts to them, and they're just laying still in the bed. <laughs> I think she's like orgasming too. At least the audio made it sound that way. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a hard cut to stop, <laughs> and then they have I don't know some sort of conversation, and then they start back up again. Dolomite. <laughs> All those sex scenes are so awkward. <laughs> so bad for everybody involved. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, the editing is just pure magic. Yep. All right. Uh, my number five is, I mean, kind of going with that. It's just boobies everywhere. Especially the first, I think it's the first half of this movie. I was like, what the hell? Every time I would be like, because I'm not, not going to lie, at first I really wasn't paying that because they said it started off slow. I'm like, ugh. And just yeah. like, all of a sudden, it's like, Jesus, like I said, in the car, he gets to the, uh, to the, wherever that place was, where Lady... What was her name? Lady Queen, Queen Lady, Queen B, Queen B. Yeah, that was his old club. Yeah, all that stuff. I just boobies everywhere. Had to be, had to be noted. If I would have seen this movie, this would have been put on your uh, Deep Purple episode, I think. <laughs> In Purple Rain, Purple Rain. There it is. <laughs> like the right. uh, massage parlor. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of white pasty ass in this movie too. I have more to say about the white pasty ass. <laughs> 
I forgot about the massage parlor. <laughs> Guy just checking on each room. There's a scene that doesn't end. Just go from <laughs> yeah. one room to the next. It's kind of like that Game of Thrones scene in the whorehouse where it just keeps <laughs> incepting and pulling out until you see Littlefinger just in one peephole. No, pull, pulling out, Alex? No. no Whoa, not in the 70s. Phrasing. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, number five. Number five is the man himself, Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> Just his character as uh, a pimp and entertainer. <laughs> I, I was never quite sure what his motivation was um, until I saw him get up and say, get up on stage. I'm like, ah, that's what it's really all about. Yeah, having having the hose is nice and the money, uh, you know, ha- being a, a big shot, having power. But no, where it's really at is is that rush he gets when he goes on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was wondering what the fuck was going on when all of a sudden uh, they're inviting people to the club again. He's got his club back, and they show him putting on makeup. I I was like, what is going on here why is he putting on makeup this doesn't make any sense and then he comes out and does the the i don't, I don't know what to call it spoken word comedy yeah, bits i think so uh not quite rapping yeah. but it goes on for like 10 minutes uh more, more to say about that scene <laughs> a little bit but uh yeah just this character just going around just Wearing the pimp suits, slowly spin kicking people. Karate. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the fact that he's a pimp slash entertainer and then they invite people out of town. I was fucking cracking up when uh, Queen Bee was like, oh, we'd like to thank some people. And then there's just like two random dudes that they, they came in from Cleveland. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? I can only oh, imagine. See Dolomite perform. I can only imagine that those two dudes were. That was like their their names in real life, and they put up some money or something. Because why don't spend any time in that movie for that? But uh, yeah, just him being a pimp and entertainer. I I like the uh, dichotomy there. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is the way Rudy Ray Moore delivers the lines. It's- that <laughs> nobody else does it like Rudy Ray Moore. Oh my gosh, he's got this weird, very strange cadence. But once you get the hang of it, it's like I'm waiting for every line that he says, especially when he says "motherfucker." He really pushes out that f bomb, like every time. <laughs> he just musters every every ounce of passion that he has. Oh, I mean, pretty much everybody in this movie is just spitting out their lines as fast as they. Well, I was gonna say fast. <laughs> as deliberately as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Rudy's probably the, the biggest offender. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so, by the way, I'm reading his um, filmography here. This was his first movie. Yeah. Um, but he also, this, I guess, turned into a franchise because I see on here he did um, where did go? Shaolin Dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah that's going on the list <laughs> the dolomite explosion and i guess that's it i guess that completes the trilogy but there's other movies like lil pimp and jackie's back i want to watch uh, disco back godfather 
and uh, PD, the legend of Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the legend of Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one I think we have to watch as a group. Legend of Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> I don't even see that one on here. I'm I'm looking at his him as an actor. I see Petey Wheat, so I don't see Legend of Petey. Oh, okay. But I do, I do see one that's called Watermelon Ice. Oh God! <laughs> yep. Jesus, missed that one. Wow. Little <laughs> little pimp. His name is Mister Slippers. <laughs> I don't know, but Shaolin Dolomite sounds like something we may have to watch. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, anyway, so what with Alex, that was your number four? Yeah. All right. Um, my number four, this is just a, a small little scene, but the the church, the reverend, is doing his speech and basically F. Whitey and we're going to get get our arms and blah, 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 and then the white guys walk in and just start going into pure Jesus God mode, preaching and everything. Uh, I love that. Pretty... That was a quick turn. <laughs> yeah. I was, just, I was dying. Um, so that's my number four. Scott, your number four. All right. So, uh, my number four, uh, we mentioned pasty white ass a minute ago. Mm-hmm. The naked mare. is <laughs> my number four. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a few scenes in, in this movie that go on way too long. Uh, this is this is the this is Exhibit A <laughs> for that. They, they keep teasing that we're going to see a schlock. Like, I don't, I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on. It cuts to the mayor, who's the the actual evil, the evil white uh, head. I don't know villain. Mastermind, whatever you want to call him, um, and he's he's in bed with the two women, and he gets a phone call. And the first thing you see is his pasty ass, and the mayor is mm, he he looks like he'd be a close cousin to Ron Jeremy. Like he's got that body type, <laughs> and they just sh- they just trail him walking through the house through his ass, and he goes into the bathroom. That's where his other phone is for some reason, and. He just keeps hanging out in the door to this bathroom. <laughs> like It felt like, I swear to God, it felt like a half hour. And he just has this towel draped over him. Between the towel and him standing in the doorway, like, you oh, you never actually see anything, which would have been awful. But they just keep doing this. And I, I, I just kept wondering myself, why? Why are they doing this? Like, why can't he just wrap the towel around himself? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mm. thought we were going to see some mayor dong. So, also speaking of the mayor, I, I maybe you guys can help me out on this. I do not understand the mayor's plan at all. Me uh, either. Because the I, big, wasn't even, I don't remember. Because the big reveal was it's the mayor that got Dolomite out of prison, and he can put it back whenever he wants. But he never really explained why he wanted him out, <laughs> especially when he was giving him so much trouble. Uh, yeah, poor Pinky, by the way. That was kind of brutal. Oh, yeah, when she shoots her? He shoots, she shoots the wife. And then... Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I was like, By the way, the Human Tornado is the sequel. Didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, the tagline is, watch out, mister. Here comes the twister. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 the. Uh, that's the one they, they can put out in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is the theme song at the beginning. <laughs> that, that's the thing that after that awful scene with the warden and in the in the quote unquote prison, that just had me hook, line, and sinker along with the uh, freeze frames of the main cast. It was fantastic. I'm trying. I can't believe I can't find Dynamite. like. Yeah, <laughs> I can't find like proper lyrics to the song, uh, so I'm gonna have to just watch it again. And write them down myself. Yeah, just make up your own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is the rhyming scenes, but specifically, like I said, that the what happens in the parking lot. Like out of nowhere, that just scene just pops up, and it's like, hey man, I paid five dollars. I don't even know what they were betting on. I don't know what was going on. And then he just goes on, and then he think it's gonna stop, but it doesn't. Because <laughs> like, ah. Oh. He's like, all right, I gotta go. Like, no, man. Okay, <laughs> I'll do another one for you. <laughs> it's like it's so terrible. Yet I want to see it again. Yet I never want to see it again. I don't know how to describe it. It's so bad, but I want to see it. But I don't. Uh, it says specifically the one in the parking lot because I don't know what the, what were they betting on that it was really him. Yeah, that was the bet. All right. Well, what's your number three, Scott? So, my number three is the outfits. Like Rudy, Rudy <laughs> Ray's uh, as a Dolomite are all amazing. <laughs> the The two best, it, it's it's a tie for me. I couldn't decide which one I liked more. Um, was the the one hench pimp <laughs> for for Willie <laughs> Green. That has on the gigantic fur-lined pimp hat. Because <laughs> that thing was fucking fantastic. That was... <laughs> I, I actually rewound that scene a couple times when he walks into the... <laughs> yeah, the, that thing was ridiculous. Oh, man, that was... Oh, that thing was a beaut. Um, the other one being... when <laughs> For whatever reason, uh, when uh, Dolomite goes down the docks... And he pulls open the fish and pulls the coke out of the fish. He's <laughs> he's got he's got the overalls over his pimp suit because <laughs> he was disguised as a dock uh, worker. Yeah, yeah, no, I understood it perfectly. <laughs> and I thought, oh man, I drugs. Yeah, uh, you, you blood. Can't, you can't son of that. a bitch. Yeah. Oh man, you can't, yeah. you can't write that stuff. Um, so that was gold. Um, third place because one of those two would be first or second. Is the the weave that Pinky has on <laughs> in the sex scene that she has with Dolomite? <laughs> I couldn't get over that fucking thing. <laughs> like, just massive curls and then old, super long extensions in the back. Like, I couldn't tell what the hell was going on with that thing, <laughs> but it looked like it weighed fifty pounds, and it was amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So honorable mention to the to Pinky's weave. That scene. Oh, man. 
So, All right. Yeah, the outfit's my number three. <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is every single fight scene in this movie. Right from the beginning, where they had the flashback with the with the fake FBI guys trying to arrest him, he really taps that guy and he jumps himself into the trunk. Oh my gosh! Right up to the the huge fight scene at the end, where uh, all the girls who supposedly went to karate school and put on a really great demonstration for Dolomite were just—it's pretty much just karate chopping everybody. Uh, but it's, you can it's tell in the name, karate. Yeah, there was a couple of guys that actually didn't know what they were doing. Uh, I'm guessing this is why they, at the at the end credits, they thanked the Chuck Norris Karate School. <laughs> By the way, in the movie, they it's always karate, 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 right? No, right. But on the poster, it says, an all-go army of kung fu killers. <laughs> this kung, kung fu is just sexier than karate in the 70s. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree about the the fight. I have a little bit more to say about that coming up. All right, my number two will uh, is the language because you guys mentioned you gave the a warning beforehand. Uh, yeah, I can't believe the everything they were saying. There was a lot of uh, f bombs, mother f bombs, and and such. And so I have some quotes here, <laughs> um, and every single quote, and like the first ten. <laughs> Dolomite, that you already mentioned this one. The rat soup beaten insecure honky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh Dolomite also. Ghosts. If you ever see a ghost, yes. oh, oh, honorable mention. Yeah, that's yes. ghost cut that motherfucker. That was that was a good line. That was a fucking brilliant line there. <laughs> like all joking aside, that was a good line. <laughs> Dolomite again. I'm gonna I'm going to let him know that Dolomite is back on the scene. I'm going to let him know Dolomite is my name and fuck it up, motherfuckers, is my game. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, business born in Sakaar, jock, jock jawed motherfucker. Uh, Dolomite, referring to his cheap prison issued suit. You, guard, I want you to take these cheap motherfuckers and wipe your ass with them. <laughs> yeah, we'll hold on to him, Dolomite. You'll be back. Man, move over and let me pass, for they have to be pulling these hush puppies out of your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I remember that one. His, his rhyming insults are the best. Uh, Willie Green, by the way, who you waiting for anyway? Dolomite girl, I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? Dolomite, motherfucker. You heard her. <laughs> yeah, he just appears. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's what the editing things. makes it seem like he's been standing there for five minutes, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. I just want to say, I just read the first. Those are all, and every single one had motherfucking in it. So, um, there you go. I, mm-hmm. I want to say this is the first time that What the Shit was ever uttered on film. Oh, yeah? I missed it. Yeah, there was a What the Shit. From awesome. Dolomite himself, yeah. yeah. What the shit? Yeah, it was a close Damn. up. It was a close up, like an uncomfortable close up, like went like straight up his nose. <laughs> saying, what the shit? So uh, I don't understand what's the significance of that. It's something Alex says all the time. Yeah, what uh, the shit? Did I know that? What about they use the word, the phrase "Can you dig it?" like a thousand he times. He does say that a lot. Yeah. Was, Can you dig it? When when was Warriors? Was this 
Where's before Avengers? <laughs> yeah, I know. I cannot. I've, obviously, I've, I mean, obviously, this movie didn't come up with that phrase, but. Um, all right, that was language. Is my number two? So, Alex or Scott, what's your number two? All right, so my number two. Uh, go, going back to the spoken word segment, um, is is not him, um, but or basically that whole entertainment segment when they have the dancers or they have the band and then the dancers and then spoken word, <laughs> like in between, they keep cutting to the audience. <laughs> yeah. And no nobody nobody was like wrangling the extras in the scene to tell them to be like, Alright, look excited or whatever. They, <laughs> yeah. They, they told him to like laugh during the the spoken word scene, but when they weren't doing that, the people out there could not have looked more fucking bored and distracted. <laughs> like like they didn't even know they were being filmed. Like yeah. they thought they would they, they what they they filmed a bunch of people sitting around waiting for something to happen. Like, like, I I don't know how Dolomite was gonna keep his club open because nobody seemed to be into it. Yeah. Because that first band was playing and I'm like, Yeah, these guys sound pretty yeah. funky and everything. And yeah, it's getting I was getting like, my oh, groove on. And then they cut to the audience yes. and they was like, What? You could not look like less interested in what was going on. Everybody's like, Oh, I would have thought everybody would be dancing around grooving to all this, but yeah. no, they're just yeah. Yeah. sitting a, waiting. There was like through that whole sequence, like the dancing, there was at least like ten cuts of people that just look vaguely irritated to yeah. even be sitting there. Like, oh yeah, man. A tough crowd. I was fucking dying every time they cut back to them. <laughs> nothing. And then nothing. Getting nothing from them. Oh, man. So good. So that's my number two. All right. Alex, number one. My number one is <laughs> The Death of Willie Green. <laughs> because this movie gets uh, gory, like, out of nowhere at times. Uh, first, where they kill uh, that one white guy that tried to do a drive-by on him at the beginning. Oh, I haven't seen a honky dance. And he starts sh- shooting at the floor to make him dance. And then they just straight up just smoke his ass. Squibs everywhere. So when he's having the final showdown with Wheel of Green, which was, you can't tell, you know, the scene is so dark, you can't tell what's going on. They're like, Rudy Ray Moore's back is to the camera most of the fight. But then... I guess they get some spotlights in there <laughs> for some of the later shots. And you see uh, Dolomite gets shot in the shoulder, but he has still has enough strength to, like, eagle claw Willie Green right in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, what's, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, did he get him in the wound or something? And then you see, like, a very quick cut of Willie Green, and there's some really bad... Bloody prosthetic yeah, yeah. on his stomach. It's like, I, oh shit! I was I was slightly disappointed that he didn't like pull out some organs or something like in his hand to show him squeezing something visceral. Yeah. Oh, this is seventy five. This barely kept it. It's R rating. They probably had to cut it short. And it's like, no, this is going to be an X rating if you don't cut some something out. And you know, Rudy Ray Moore isn't going to cut any of the boobies out. <laughs> Or the language. Or the language. Yeah, a lot, a lot of right. great lines involving uh, N-bombs that we can't, in good conscience, repeat here. But they sound <laughs> they sound good coming from the people in the movie. Oh, hell yeah, they do. Yeah. By the way, one line that we can say, this was another one I just saw here, 
bitch, you bring me these goddamn cotton draw. You know I don't know where no fucking cotton draws. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, uh, my number one, which Alex mentioned before, was the the, the fight scenes. They're all awful. Uh, the, the very beginning, when Alex said, I think when he's fighting the FBI guys, he does like a spin kick and he misses the guy's face by like three feet and he goes flying back. And <laughs> he throws the, the drugs all over him. And just all the fights were just awful. But whatever. Charming, I guess. <laughs> uh, one, one note about that, that scene in the beginning that was a hint of all the magical things to come was the <laughs> FBI guy's car. It was just this beater that had a dent on the side. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. All hands on deck for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, does anybody have a car? You? All right. Great. We're using it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what, what, one thing to say about I didn't mention is the use of L.A. or the surrounding area, you don't see that much anymore. And there was just a lot of stuff that screamed in LA in this yeah, yeah. probably didn't have permits for most of it yeah <laughs> I, I was actually like was like guerrilla a little, filmmaking yeah I was actually a little nervous when they were filming toward the end when they were firing guns on the street like <laughs> I wonder if like the real police got called yeah and when they're at the mayor's house I swear that house has been used in other movies that looks so familiar that that area and those houses I've seen and from something I actually looked it up because the street sign was like as clear yeah, as day. It was right one there, shot. Yeah. I looked it up. It's in Culver City somewhere. Okay. Uh, and it looked like it was a real. I, I never expected Culver City to be a nice area. I just kind of assumed it wasn't. But from that, from what I saw on Google Maps, it looked pretty good. Yeah, I did. I did uh, laugh at the the mayor's house, where you just got like a normal house, it's like tract housing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's, it's a decent enough house for the seventies. Well, it's nothing special. It wasn't like he was living in a mansion or anything. (laughs) Which I think is what they were trying to imply, but no. They just happened to know somebody that lived up in the hills. (laughs) But he did have a nice backyard and a view. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, uh, And then one of those FBI guys looked like, um, oh, God, uh, Jefferson's brother. Oh, John C. Riley. Yeah. Not John C. Riley. John C. McGinley. Oh yeah, my bad, Johnny C. Yeah, I thought he looked like I kept like, but he's like, no way, he's too young, or yeah, he shouldn't be in this movie. But I just kept, is this him? Um, Anyway, uh, Scott, what's your number one? All right, my number one is the the final fight sequence in the club. It just just a hodgepodge of (laughs) throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks, except apparently everything stuck. Uh, Jeff already mentioned <laughs> yeah. the, the karate girls, uh, how bad they were. I just like the random people that were fighting all of a sudden. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? And I'm like, oh, are those the karate instructors? Except one of the karate sh- instructors is one of the cooks. <laughs> Pulling double duty. Which, which I didn't understand. Uh, I like how uh, uh, Queen Bee gets shot. And Rudy Ray doesn't have time to even like check on her. <laughs> like, pretty sure she died. Uh, yeah, just again the the back and forth, the fight sequence between him and uh, <laughs> Willie Green. I'd like for almost every fight with him, they have to shoot him from behind. 
Because like, I think they finally settled on that that was like the most believable <laughs> yeah. they showed him from behind and then just had people sell it in front of him. Uh, but yeah, the Tiger Claw was pretty rad. Uh, I like how they, they cut back to him taking off his like his tie and stuff to get ready for that, that fight. <laughs> that, that was making me laugh. Um, just all of a sudden when Willie Green tells him to to break up the place, the one guy in the blue suit just immediately clocks some some random guy that was like right next to him. <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, there's just a million little things going on in that in that the climactic uh, fight scene, um, and then they had to drag it on for another 15 minutes. But uh, yeah, it's 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 good stuff. So that's my read. Yeah, that was the, right. the action centerpiece of the. All right. Well, let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. So, Alex, what do you rate this? Uh, this is tough because, on the one hand, you got to rate this as a standalone film. On the other hand, <laughs> which would be like a low rating, but this is also a fantastic, like, really bad movie. It- it's entertaining. Uh, I'm going to split the difference and give it, ah, shit. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to give it a six. This movie's amazing. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> How was that split the difference? Well, because I was going to go with five at first. It was like, no way. I'm ha- I had way too much fun with this movie to not give it a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm giving it a three. Yeah, because the movie's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it's this movie's, amazing. This movie's bad. I don't need to see it again. I, I will admit, if we all sat in the room and watched it, it would probably be better, and I wouldn't be opposed to doing that one night. But, like, as a movie, yeah, it's... Hey, it's not, it could be worse. So that's a three. There's, there's room to fall, but I definitely disliked more than I liked. So I have to give it a three. <laughs> Scott. Uh... I give this a four. Um, on my own, I don't know how apt I'm going to be to stand and watch this again. But <laughs> for for bad movie night, this has got to be up there. It's one of the yeah. all timers. Uh, yeah, just again, so much awesome shit going on in every scene. I'm sure we'll have some a few more things to say in the honorable mentions. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, just just. Something happened in every scene (laughs) to to stop and watch. All right. Well, I guess I skipped it, honorable mention. So what do you guys have? I don't have any. Um, The one time I spotted somebody from behind the camera. (laughs) I had to rewatch that scene a couple of times. It's like almost the very end of the movie when uh, they fake out the assassins. Um, And afterwards, when the FBI agent is talking to Dolomite, you can see a dude's elbow... (laughs) who <laughs> must be holding the boom mic like on the right side of the camera frame <laughs> and he backs out <laughs> someone must have like tapped him on the shoulder or something uh, by, by the way speaking those assassins by the way were awful I talk about scenes that just went on too long it's like oh god them walking in smiling slowly walking to the room but what what was the fake out like we gotta change the room number but like what did they have to do? They were both still in that room. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. 
What did having changing the room number do with anything? Well, they, they would have gone to the other room number anyway. Like and? They, well, now they got like they got the drop on them. I guess was the point. Yeah, I thought they were gonna leave Dolomite in the original room and ha- have an ambush for the assassins in the other room. But right. it turns out Dolomite was part of the ambush also. Yeah, that's what it didn't make sense. <laughs> that was awesome. And they cleverly, I like how they lifted up the sheets to show the clever tactic that came We put pillows. pillows. All right. Uh, Alex, do you have any honor mentions? Yeah, we mentioned most of them, but one is like I love Rudy Raymore's delivery of this one line where at the end of the club, he was, he was uh, uh, Willa Green was trying to make a deal with them to be partners to, um, he can run the club and the entertainment and he runs the girls or whatever. And then he's like, as Dolomite's getting up, he's like, well, it was nice seeing you people, but fuck you, man. <laughs> and then he just turns around and walks back to his dressing room. That <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was dying when he said that line the most. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck you, man. All right. Uh, on to our crossover topic, which is what, Alex? The top five uh, rhyming lines in movies or anything. All right. Well, what's your number five? My number five is feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Come on up. It's bobsled time. Cool runnings. Okay. Nice. Never would have thought of that one. There it is. Okay. Cool runnings. movie. My number five is pretty simple. Um, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's a good one. I hate it when you talk in that Mongoloid voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whose chopper is this? No, no, no. It's not a chopper. Yeah, it's a chopper, baby. Who's chopper? All right, Scott, number five. Number five. Uh, it's from from Robin Hood, uh, but not Prince of Thieves. Uh, no. no, it's from Men in Tights, um, parodying the, the scene from Robin Hood when they have the fight in the river. Uh, little John says, "Sorry, but a toll is a toll, and a roll is a roll. And if we don't get no tolls, then we don't eat no rolls." And then he leans in and says, "I made that up myself." <laughs> <laughs> That's my number. Nice. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is from the Karate Kid. It's one of the most awkward insults you could throw at somebody. It's, must be take your worm for a walk week. What's rhyming? All the W sounds. What? <laughs> what? What? Okay then. Is uh, that a type of rhyme? Uh, no. 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 Oh, my bad then. I mean, there's there's probably some what's what's the term assonance or something. I, I don't know. Alliteration or I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm looking at assonance. You're an assonance. Repetition oh. of a sound or of a vowel or diphthong in non-rhyming stressed syllables. Oh man. <laughs> Not it specifically says non-rhyming. <laughs> so, I guess a W sound isn't. It's kind of like a vowel because when you combine it with anyway. You dumb diphthong. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. 
All right, well, I just say that, and I, I know this is not rhyming, but it's... <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's how you say it. It's, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. I will allow it, Jeff, yeah, because that that's rhymes. also my number four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that does rhyme. Well, it's swimming, not swimming. Well, it's... No, yeah. We took no, off the G. rhyme. Swimming, yeah. yeah. I know, but I'm just saying you have to say it that way. Yeah, or if yeah. you do, anyway. That counts. Yeah. Also, anyway, again, I Jaws. Count I, it was my number four. Good old Quint. Yeah. Good old Quint on the boat. And uh, it's also from uh, Lord of the Rings. Remember when Gimli says it when they're drinking? Nope. Really? I it's do after, not remember that. It's after one of the battles, I think. Uh, which is the one when, when Dad... Uh, Gimli and Legolas have the drinking contest. Whatever movie that that's, was. Uh, that, so that's in Return, and, but it's after the events of Helm's Deep in the second movie. So it's not okay. the third movie, but it's because of Helm's Deep that they're drinking. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and then Gimli's just here's the drinking with bow-legged women. All right. <laughs> we we'll have to fact check that one, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check it all you want. I'll look it up right now. Alex, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is from V for Vendetta. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Yeah, that's good. Did did you did you shave your V for vagina? I did. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. One. All right. Well, I can't find it online, but I'm pretty sure it's there. <laughs> ah, to hell with it. <laughs> Those I, I uh okay um oh my number three is i feel the need the need for speed, for speed. almost this. top gun and you have to do the handshake or the the hand clap mm-hmm. it's almost like ball's head but it's not it's up high down low hands it's friendly and then, and then you gotta do the <laughs> The score. Mm-hmm. All right. Scott, number three. Number three is uh, two characters rhyming to each other uh, from Happy Gilmore. <gasps> uh, that's my number one. Uh, number two. I'll save it for you guys then. No, go ahead. Do it. But, yeah, uh, just do it. Uh, Shooter McGavin says, Stay out of my way or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. And then Happy responds with, Why don't I go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay or lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? <laughs> that was awesome. That was funny when you ran out of paper, but... Uh, in, in the movie, it slays. Mm-hmm. Mostly, Christopher McDonald is fucking fantastic. He's a shit heel in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to say, so when we came up with this list, I only came up with my number one and number two, which is this one. Other ones I had to go look online to get some hints, because I was not thinking through some of these. So, uh, that one, though, I definitely... What do you say? Go lay down by the bay and <laughs> eat some clay? I don't think that's what he says. <laughs> sure, that's what he says. <laughs> All right, Alex, number two. My number two is no fate. No fate but what we make. <laughs> T two. Oh, 
my gosh, he's going to blow him away. Come on, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then right. Arnold takes his skin off. <laughs> I want you to listen to me very carefully. All right. Uh, my number two was that one. So do what I say, or you'll pay. So, Scott, what's your number two? <laughs> uh, my number two is from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, Gene Wilder. Uh, not Roddenberry? Or Hackman. <laughs> or Hackman, yeah. Uh, or Simmons. <laughs> or Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm out of jeans. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Gene Wilder says to uh, Mr. Salt, uh, after he's called out uh, Willy Wonka for being nonsensical, he leans in and says, Little nonsense now and then is cherished by the wisest men. And that actually really stuck with me. That's why it's my number two. Mm. Uh, as a little kid, a uh, bunch of quotes in the movie stuck with me, and that's one of them. There's no way we're go knowing which way we're going. Ooh. The grizzly reaper is mowing, and he <laughs> certainly isn't showing any signs that he is slowing. And then screams, and then. Back to a PG movie. <laughs> Snozberries yeah. taste like snozberries. Right, I'm mad. I can't find the Gimli thing online, but I know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I think I may have found it. Anyway. Um, you sure you sure this wasn't one of those uh, like Chinese ripoff where they have the English? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the wing bear. <laughs> Kondo has no, no king. king. <laughs> Kondo needs no king. Frodo, you fool. Uh, yeah. Uh, your pussy face to my axe. Uh-huh. I, I found it. Yay. Oh, no. It says it's dwarves that go swimming with little hairy women. Damn ah. it. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously inspired by the... Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number one is from a movie about a giant and a princess and a pirate. Is she a bread? Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> no more rhymes, I mean it. Yeah, I guess I have to do the whole thing for it to rhyme. No more rhymes, now I need it. The whole scene of, um, are there rocks ahead? If there are, we'll be dead. <laughs> Forgot the first, what's the first one? He's like, I'm sure Vizzini means no harm. Um, He's certainly lacking in charm. charm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Andres, as soon as Alex mentioned this list, that was the first thing that came to mind. So, Anybody want a peanut? From Andre the Giant in A Princess Bride. <laughs> Scott. Uh, same. Okay. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> no more rhymes now, I mean it. Mm-hmm. All right. Any honorable mentions? Uh, well, take your word for walk week is turn into an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> honorable assonance. If there's if there's one thing we can always count on Alex for, it's assonance. That's true. Hey yo, I do a lot of squats. It's it's time for <laughs> Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So. 
damn it, when was the date? Oh, are you guys familiar with Dick Weber, the bad boy of bowling? I mean, yeah. Who isn't? He is uh, famous for winning uh, five U.S. Opens tournaments, but is the one that this uh, that he won in 2012 that's very memorable, and it was the 69th U.S. Open, appropriately, where <laughs> he was the underdog pretty much throughout the whole thing. He came in through the tournament as the lowest seed, and he went all the way up to the championship match, and he won by one point by throwing two strikes in a row. Like, he needed to strike to seal it, and he won by one point. <laughs> and this video clip is amazing of his victory, because he was so excited and charged up, and he was like, yes, god damn it, oh my gosh. And then he utters one of the greatest lines ever. <laughs> he just goes, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> it's one of the greatest cheers I've ever heard in my life and I'm going to say that whenever I win something from now on <laughs> there, there's a hilarious um, sequence that happened after I forget when it was but it was uh, college football when the, the Trojans were ranked probably number one at the time and they got knocked off by Stanford when Jim Harbaugh was the coach. And it's like, I think Stanford won in the last few seconds. And Jim Harbaugh was so excited that when when they do the usual thing, where it's just the coaches just go shake hands real quick, um, they, barely, they barely ever say anything to each other. But Jim Harbaugh was so fucking excited that he tried to, like, high-five Pete Carroll, who was the coach at USC at the time. <laughs> And, like, he realized what he was about to do at the last second. And so he, like, did this, like, kind of awkward, like, hard slap on the shoulder that was still kind of like a, yeah! <laughs> it's, it's fucking gold. <laughs> Pete Carroll was not happy. <laughs> F. Pete Carroll. Yeah. But, I mean, that sequence is funny, right? Yeah, I know. He I just know. lost his whole... Like... Uh, anyway. But, I mean, it's nothing Alex. compared to bowling. Yeah, Alex, did this Weber guy have his uh, thumb warmer on? <laughs> no, he did not have a thumb warmer. Oh. But yeah, just look up the clip. It's incredible. All right. It's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay, so I want to do something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to do the... Make a good podcast? Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so, we so, haven't done let's set our sights a little lower here. Uh, so we're going to do the first and last movie quotes again. Uh, I know it's a fan favorite. Um, when I say I know it's a fan favorite, I'm just hoping that <laughs> somebody out there enjoyed it. But we're doing it again anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. The way that it's going to work is I'm going to give ten movie quotes here. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the first word and the last word of the quote. And then you two dudes can jump in and try to guess. Uh, but I'll need the quote and the movie. Um, so yeah, just call out the quote uh, when, you, when you think you know what it is. Um, so the first one is going to be tough, but we'll go ahead and start uh, with, with something harder. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Here we go. First and last word of the quote. 
you can. Uh, you can if you believe you can. That's a good one, but no. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. Uh, I'll give the second word along with it. You cannot can. All right, this, all right, this next one's going to give it away. Just get ready. Yeah. You cannot Sorry. wield. Oh. <laughs> you cannot wield it. No one can. You should have done it with the voice, Scott. Well, but, yeah. I, I, mean, I want you it to be hard. Can. You can. You can. You cannot wield it. No one can. But yes, uh, Aragorn from Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Console of Elrond. All right, this one is... Pretty easy, so get ready. Rat suit, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I really want to know what rat suit is supposed to mean. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you if you attach rat to something, that means that's negative connotation. But yeah, like, I mean, it was like just the a... suits made out of rat hair. Like, I, don't... I think so. It's so cheap. I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, hey, number two here. First and last word. I, agent. I am, I an, FBI am an FBI agent. agent. Right, Jeff got that. Although, although Alex, in Alex's defense, he was slowing down to do the counter voice. So call it a tie. All right. Uh, this one's going to be tough. Um, just because I think you guys maybe aren't as into this movie as I am. Uh, but here we go. Uh, I friend I indeed do friend is my friend I need <laughs> <laughs> alright I I have no idea okay I have oh I have Always and forever will be your friend. Uh, close enough. Yay! Name the movie, Alex. Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Star Trek, Wrath of Khan. Yeah, good job. It's on Hulu right now. I gotta watch it. It's been a while. So we we did podcasts on that, right? That was a long time ago. Was it? Yeah, it was a was while it specific, ago. Was it in our new format, or do we just kind of talk about it? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. I would I'll look it up. I wouldn't mind. Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, so... Um, number four. You guys ready? Uh, yeah. Jeff, mm-hmm. Have castle. <laughs> have you been to this hidden castle? <laughs> so here, here, here's a hint without giving any more words. We, we talked about the movie that this was from in our top five rhymes list. Have fun storming the castle. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. There you go. Alright. Uh, number five. I might have done this one before. I don't know, but we're doing it again. <laughs> uh, but get ready. This one's super easy. Mm-hmm. Hold butts. Hold on Hold to your on butts. Hold on to your butts. Uh, movie. Motherfucker. Dress <laughs> park. Yep. Rat suit wearing motherfucker. 
dino skin wearing motherfucker. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, number six. This is a. This one's right, right in the sweet spot here. Uh, that's angry. That's angry. That's what happens when you make me angry, and you don't want to make me angry. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's my angry. Yeah. That, All right. That's... All right. Third, third word's going to give it away, so I'll give the second last word instead. That's my always angry. Uh, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. Yep. Good job. Hey, I was on it with the Avengers. Hulk. Yeah. Well, it's angry. It's always the Hulk. <laughs> okay. Uh, another one you guys should get right away. Take ape. Take, Take your, your dirty paws off of you damn dirty ape. There you go. <laughs> hey, Jandy. Hey, Landon. All right, number. We haven't eight. done Planet of the Apes. We should do that. Uh, I, we haven't. Mm. I'm right, sure we talked about at some point. But yeah, probably. By the way, the format. we're at the con. We did it was episode 65. So not in the new format. Damn. Okay. Uh, basically five years ago, because it was February 24th, yeah. I feel like it, it's worth revisiting. <laughs> <laughs> we should do the modern format yeah. instead of the new format. It's not so new anymore. I know. That's true. Uh, we promise content, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, Con content. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> uh, number eight. I Shirley. I'm serious. Don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> Character, or at least actor in movie. That's, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. From airplane. Nice. All right, number nine. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. Nice, Jeff. You got it. Ha, oh, Lebowski. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Nice cool. All right, and then the, the last one. Uh, get ready. With. Responsibility. Great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man. Or every Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Except the new ones. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for playing right. along, guys. Hopefully people uh, listening along were, were able to guess uh, a couple of these. Probably Maybe a lot quicker were, than we did. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to do this week. Uh, so... Um, Alex, any news tidbits you wanted to mention? It's been a while since you had a juicy tidbit, by the way. Yeah, I know. Well, I dive into sports nowadays. That was a ju- <laughs> juicy sports tidbit. It, it is true that you love sports and don't know who cares. Yeah. Or don't care who knows. One of those. Both who, do you of those. Think you, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff? When the going gets tough. Go for the gold. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's a few Alex. Yeah, that's it. Okay, sorry. I thought you were going to follow it up. 
Uh, nope. Jeff, anything you wanted to mention? Uh, not really. Like I said I've started watching the Clone Wars animated series, and uh, I'll be following up with that on the Patreon website. But uh, without giving away too much, I, I I'm into it. It's not the best, but the story is enough to somewhat keep me involved. So the animation's rough. Um, it can be a little childish <laughs> at times, but so is far, I'm, I'm in it. I, 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 I like it enough that I'll keep at least watching it. And I'm not watching every single episode. I found a list that I'm kind of going through and cherry-picking episodes, but so far, I liked it. And um, tiptoe around the Jar Jar episodes. <laughs> yeah. But I have some trivia of my own here. This is going to be hilarious. It's going to be Star Wars trivia, Scott versus Alex. Let's do it. All right. This one, I'm going to start. Scott should know this, but we'll see. What is is the planet? What planet is home to Chewbacca and the Wookiees? Kashyyyk. There you go. All right. Woo! Winner. What Ewok medicine man presided over the attempt to make a roast of Han Solo in Return of the Jedi? Yep, yep. (laughs) <laughs> nope. Uh, damn it! I it wasn't Chief Chirpa. What was the medicine man's name? Yeah. Chief Chirpa Chirpa. <laughs> oh, Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> uh, damn it! I don't know the name of that fucking the guy. Low gray. Low gray. Scott. Damn it! I knew that. Yeah, me too. All right. Oh, this okay, some of these some of these are like really hard and some. All right. Lando Calrissian's operation in Cloud City mines what type of gas? Tabana. There you go. How the fuck mm-hmm. did you know that? It's a Tabana gas mine. <laughs> There's a guy that doesn't wear rat suits. All right. Give Scott a, 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 a two, you give like, like a 2 second head start to Scott here, okay? <laughs> All right. You got it. <laughs> What is the species of diminutive workers who work on Cloud City to help freeze Han Solo? Ugnats. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Woo! I only know that I have because, spoken. I only know that because of the Mandalorian. <laughs> and Jeff specifically pointing out that during one of our <laughs> we were talking about the Mandalorian. All right. Who was Senator Palpatine's predecessor as Chancellor of the Galactic Senate? Lorem. There you go. Yeah, it's Terrence Stamp. Yeah. Channel Zod. Um, all right. Uh, two more. The Jedi Council consists of how many members? <laughs> oh. I would not have gotten this. 17. Less. 11. I think it's 7. Answer is 12. Ah. All right. What were the last words spoken in The Empire Strikes Back? Um, Tell your sister you were right. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Does Al count? Al? Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Does that count? No, but I think it comes... After that, anyway. The last words. Yeah. Is it something from C-3PO? No. No, it's from Luke. I remember now. It is from Luke. And it's a very... One of the most, the most Star Wars thing you can say in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a bad feeling about this? 
No. no even more. We got a good feeling about this? <laughs> no. Alex, you know what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck, like, I'll see fuck, you. fuck, my hand hurts. <laughs> Ow, hey. I'll, All right, see Alex. You on the, I'll see you on the rendezvous point on Tatooine. As, and, and, and? And then Chewie goes... <laughs> Uh, may the force be with you. Oh. Idiots. <laughs> All right, and one last one to make Scott feel good. What <laughs> invisible power binds the galaxy together? Midichlorians. The Schwartz. Oh, you suck, Scott. Get out of here. It's the force. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Um, Forget the ring. The ring was butt kiss. package. Oh, just because you were mentioning new series, Jeff, uh, I did watch the first couple episodes of I'm Not Okay With This and the the first episode of the second season of Altered Carbon. So for anybody that's that's looking for something new to watch, those are new things. Uh, Wait, what, what did you watch of Altered Carbon? Tiglo Carbon. And <laughs> uh, Solo, Tiglo Carbon. Um... So on Netflix, there was a show called Altered Carbon, which I know I've talked about when it came Right. Uh, the second season just started of that. Oh, okay. Um, and I watched the first episode. Gotcha. Yeah, the other show is called I'm, I'm Not Okay With This. Um, I'm not quite sure what's happening with it yet. There's some sci-fi elements to it. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to follow up on that. But yeah, that's it for me. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening to everybody we at Hans shop first like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast we would love to hear from you so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans shop first also please leave us a review on iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure once again thanks for listening and supporting the podcast What is General Grievous's flagship name? Tiglo Carbon, motherfucker. <laughs>